What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Small Business Podcast of Cape Cod. As always, I'm here, Zach, your host. Just wanted to give you a couple of housekeeping bits. We now have a video portion to the podcast. You can check us out on YouTube. Just type in Small Business Podcast of Cape Cod. Search. We should be right there. As always, we've got our Facebook. We've got email. We've got the podcast itself on Spotify, Apple Ads Store, all that jazz. Um, so if you do want to be on this podcast, if you yourself are a business owner or you know somebody you think would want to be on this, hit us up, send us a message on Facebook, send me an email, sbpocc at gmail.com and, um, we'll get in touch and we'll get you on the show. All right. Just want to help this community grow as much as we possibly can. And that is the mission here at small business podcast of Cape Cod. All right. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's going to be a really great one. And I uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks so much. Start it up and then we'll kind of go from there. Jeez. Okay. Awesome. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Small business podcast of Cape Cod. We've got Katie here from CrossFit Hyannis doing our first Zoom podcast. I uh, think this is the way things are going to be going in the future, but I don't know. It's fun. It's exciting. It's a little bit more accessible. So how are you, Katie? I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. So Everybody, well, not everybody, but if people don't know about CrossFit, why don't you give them a little bit of background on what exactly it is, what exactly you do, and then we'll sure. kind of yeah. People have crazy ideas about CrossFit. CrossFit is just working out. Um, so I always look at CrossFit as a best practice model, meaning if it works in, the, uh, in health and fitness, we're going to use it. Um, so I think sometimes people see the CrossFit games and they're overwhelmed by that and they think, oh, I could never do that. And I'm like, yeah, I could never do that either. Um, I kind of say it's like watching the Olympics and thinking you can never get in a swimming pool or anything like that. Um, so CrossFit is working out. So we run, we row, we lift weights. Um, we do everything in a class format. So when people come to CrossFit Hyannis, they come into a class, we do a group warm up together. We usually do some sort of strength work. Um, and then we get into uh, our main workout. And oftentimes we'll also do a cash out after, which is just usually just accessory work. So it's either like core work or um, some extra kind of weakness work or something like that. So we do all of that within the, the an hour long class. Um, I've owned CrossFit Hyannis for eight and a half years. Um, we moved locations last year, but we've always been in, in Hyannis. Okay. Um, and our membership is awesome. We have awesome members. We have people who were kind of right out of college, class, college athletes until I have members in their seventies who come every single day and everywhere in between. Wow. That. That's awesome. Yeah. So what's your background? Did you, have you, did you get involved in CrossFit and then start a gym or did you go to school for exercise? Yeah, so I went to Sandwich High School, um, and I graduated in 04. I played ice hockey there. I actually helped start, my claim to fame at Sandwich High is I helped start the uh, women's, the girls' ice hockey program. Oh, no way. Yeah, yep. we were talking um, earlier. We were only two years apart, and it's just, it's funny how it's not that big of a school, but you can just pass right through and not be, yeah. and it's like, holy yeah. cow. Oh, right. So I went to Sandwich High, played hockey. Um, I actually started doing strength conditioning with Charlene Alger, who's still on the Cape. Okay. Um, and that was kind of where my love for like training started. If not before that, like I used to be in my backyard, like making training programs for like how to get to really? play college hockey. And like, I just, from the time I was in probably middle school, I was writing training programs. Wow. Um, and then I went to Holy Cross and I played ice hockey there and it was awesome experience. And I had a really great strength and conditioning coach, Jeff Oliver there. He's 
still the uh, head strength and conditioning coach at Holy Cross. And he's awesome. And I've always been kind of like more on the scrappy side, meaning I wasn't that naturally gifted. I just love to work and I love the sport. And so probably in college is where I really, really fell in love with the weight room. And um, I've always loved hockey, but it was like, I just saw the value. And my strength coach, Ollie, was really good about being like, just seeing when you worked hard and you know obviously you want that to translate to the ice but sometimes it doesn't you know sometimes it's like you just work and you work and you work and you're never going to be like the star player but um I loved the grind and um from from there I actually moved out to South Dakota I went to grad school and got my master's in education which was kind of random um I I did like a two-year volunteer program where in the summers I got my master's in education and then I taught in an under-resourced school in South Dakota Okay. Um, and so I really just didn't know what I wanted to do after college. And I was like, let me go volunteer. And then through that program, I also got my master's in education, which ended up being so good for what I do now. Cause I'm like, right yeah. now I teach, I educate. It's just, you're teaching and educating fitness to adults instead of, you know, being in a classroom. So the things that I learned, I taught, ended up teaching for four years were really good, um, for what I do now, which is, you know, coaching and teaching adults fitness and I also got into um, when I was out there I started coaching so I coached middle school track um, high school girls hockey I was assistant coach on both those teams and then I was actually also assistant football coach um, and I worked with the strength and conditioning of the team there but also it was just a really well-run program as you can imagine in the middle yeah. of nowhere, South Dakota football, high school football is a really big deal. Oh, huge! And so I saw the program there and I was like, man, they are doing a lot of things right. And I went to the head coach and was like, can I intern? Can I do something? And he was like, why don't you come on as the assistant coach? And I was like, sweet. Wow. So that was a really good experience also coaching those guys. And amidst all of this is when I started doing CrossFit because out of college, I was, you know, I had always been an athlete and was looking for, I missed it. I was looking for something to do. So I was going mm-hmm. to kind of a traditional gym, doing buys and tries, cardio, just not if there's anything wrong with that, but it wasn't like, it wasn't doing it for me. Okay. And a friend of mine who I was playing um, like summer softball with, everybody plays sports in South Dakota. It's great. Um, was like, you should do CrossFit. Like you would love it. And this was over, this was like 10 or 11 years ago. And at that point, no one really knew what CrossFit was, including myself. Yeah, when, I was like, when did CrossFit start? Do you, do you know? I don't even remember. Yeah, I mean, it's been around closer to like 13, 14 years, but I would say like, even like I said, so like 10 years ago when I started, it was very, it was really new. Like you, you know, I don't think anybody knew what CrossFit was. Sure, sure. Or so, you know, except for that very small, it was kind of- Not to the level, I guess, that you have today, right? Yeah. And so someone, you know, was kind of like saying, you should do this. And I was like, I know what to do in a weight room. I do not need someone to tell me what to do, which- you can always use more coaching, but that was my view at the time. And finally I went to one, I did like the intro class and I was hooked And it. Like literally since that day, I've never looked back. I've loved it. I've loved being in the gym. Um, and already through coaching like sports, I knew I was really looking to try to get into coaching and um, I fell in love with CrossFit. I had already been in love with the weight room. So I knew that's what I wanted to do. Kind of, I, I ended up contacting my coach at Holy Cross going back and kind of interning and working with him for a little bit and then move back to the Cape with the intent to open CrossFit Hyannis. And that was in, um, that was eight and a half years ago. So we've been doing it ever since and pretty much all day, every day, training people and coaching and writing programs, 
um, and just doing well enough. So I feel really lucky. It's a lot of work, but um, it's also, it's a huge blessing. Sure. Now, did this is this something that you like, as a kid thought you would want to be like a, the owner of a gym or something like that? Or because I know you said you went to school for education, but I don't know, like subconsciously, maybe. You yeah, thought- like I literally never had any idea what I wanted to do. Like I, and it would stress me out. Like I'm a planner. I like to like work towards something. So like in co- like even in college, I would go to like the career planning like office and take that damn test that's like all the questions and it tells you what you should do because I was just I have no like I like playing hockey I like working out like I don't know but what am I gonna do so I I think probably subconsciously I always knew that and every time every one of those tests that I took and I ended up taking them in grad school too like kind of personality tests or tests like coaching career tests every single one of them I've ever taken has said coach teacher uh, fitness like and and you're taking it and it's like you don't see how that will be the answer but it's I don't know how those algorithms work but yeah, um, so I think I, even I, though I, I, too and it's it's yeah. like I don't know I, you almost kind of don't want to right because it kind of looks you in the face is like this is what you're going to be and you're like well what if I don't want to be that you know? so I was like pretty anti those tests I was like this is stupid there's no way these seemingly arbitrary questions are going to lead me to my career path sure and um, it's kind of funny because, yeah, like I said, everyone I've ever done was like coach or teacher fitness and, and here I am. So, crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I grew up not knowing what I wanted to do, but being really passionate about um, playing hockey and training. And so that, I guess, led me to where I am now. Great. So why the Cape? So you, it sounds like you, you know, you obviously sounds like you went to Holy Cross for hockey and then you moved on and you kept moving further west. And then all of a sudden, whoop, I'm going to take a trip back. Yeah. Here. So I actually, um, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to do out of college. I was actually a sociology and religious studies double major, which is super random, but I was like, I was, I love people. Like sociology was actually really good (laughs) thing to study also for, you know, in this industry where you're with people all the time. Um, But I I actually knew that I wanted to be in New England and the Cape because I love it here. But I felt like at the time being, you know, 21, 22 years old, if I was to go on like this adventure, like and move somewhere else, that was the time to do it. So I moved out there knowing I wanted to be in New England, okay. but that if I was going to do some, like go live somewhere else and do a different experience, the time to do it was before I had a family, before I you know had a job. Like in my head, I was like, like I'm going to go out here for two years and then move back. Um, I actually ended up, the program I did was two years. I ended up staying a third year because I loved it out there. The people were amazing. I think there are good people everywhere, but I'll tell you, in South Dakota, they like up the game, like the level of hospitality and welcoming. Like I actually learned a ton about just like, I I try to do this, but just how to be a better person and more welcoming. Um, So anyway, I ended up staying three years and then kind of made the hard decision. I was like, I'm either going to stay here forever, even though I didn't say I was going to, or move back, but I knew that I wanted to open a gym. So in that third year, I was already kind of thinking, okay, what do I have to do to make this happen? Gotcha. So what is it about New England that, that you want? Do you just grew up here and you feel comfortable? Why, why just? Yeah, I actually, when I was really like, so I actually moved back. I'm my parents are from Massachusetts. I moved back to um, the Cape when I was in middle school. I actually moved like, I don't even know, 10, 12 times when I was little. Sure. My dad was in the military and then through work. Um, but Massachusetts, because they're both from here has always been home. And I just, I don't know. I love the four seasons. I like, like, it's just home. Like the Cape is, is home to me. And 
when I decided to move back, um, this is a small, small business podcast. I think that people are aware, like, you know, the job opportunities on the Cape aren't necessarily what they are in other places. And when I was like, I'm going to move back to the Cape and, and open a gym. Um, some people were like, really? And I'm like, hell yeah, really? Like, I love the Cape. I love the people here. It's like, this is where I want to put down my roots. And I, I've been really, you know, it's, it's been nine, 10 years since I've been back. And I've been really happy with that decision. I think being an adult full-time resident of the Cape is a beautiful thing. And, um, and even through all this COVID stuff, like it's made me appreciate it even more. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you hit on it and I think we might as well go there because it's on topic of everybody's mind. How have you guys been dealing with the COVID chaos? That's what I'm calling it is just COVID chaos. Cause at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, so let's be honest, owning a gym in the midst of COVID is a real challenge. Um, but from the beginning, I haven't, I've definitely not done everything perfectly, but I've, I've really looked at it and be like, okay, this is an opportunity to, to try to grow as a leader and do the right thing and not just say the words that you're going to do the right thing, but really like figure out what it is. And, and it like, it's a struggle right now because it's, things are changing and what is the right thing. And, um, and so it's hard. And I would say 95% of the time I'm pumped. I'm optimistic. I know we're going to come out stronger. Uh, but there's 5% of the time where you're like, man, this is really overwhelming because yeah. it's true. It, and, you know, I'd like to sugarcoat it and say it's not, but it's hard. I saw a stat a few weeks ago. It said um, 25% of gyms were already closed. And that number is unfortunately going to keep going up. And that every time I see something like that, it absolutely breaks my heart um, because there's a lot of people who are working really hard, who things are outside of their control. It's not that they did something wrong and their business is closing. It's like, this is out of their control and there's only so far you can go without bringing in money um, and, or, you know, having limited access or whatever that, that you can survive from. So yeah, well, you're, it, you're a business, you got to make money, right? At it's this- a business. And you know, one of my, my faults, uh, my now husband and, and parents would say is like, I, I, at some point it has to be about money, right? Cause you have to have money to operate, but that's never my first thought, you know? No. Um, so that's something I've had to grow as a business owner, especially during this time. Like there is a numbers game, you know, at some point, like you, you have to be able to make everything work. But all that being said, we have been so lucky. Our members are amazing. So what we did is we closed mid-March when we were told to close. Um, we basically loaned out every piece of equipment in our gym. So yeah. if you were in our gym in um, April, May, or June, and you walked in, you would have been like, okay, there's not, there's like rigs here, but there was all the dumbbells, our rowers, our bikes, our barbells, our plates. We loaned out to our members yeah. and we're like, take good care of it and have fun. Um, we continue to program a workout. So the way that CrossFit works is everybody does the same workout every day. That's not exactly true because we scale and modify it for people, but there's yeah, like a- does, what, what do you mean by that when you mean the same, so to speak? So when you come in, for example, like yesterday we did um, a four by three front squat. We did a four by four back squat, uh, a four, four by four front squat, four by four back squat. We moved into a workout and then we did a cash out. And those things were the same for different, but same for everybody. But some people were squatting an unloaded bar or nothing at all and some people were squatting 300 pounds gotcha so 
hopefully I kind of clarify. So the repetition stay the same, but the actual weight might change. Yeah, or we might modify it for a person, but yeah, but generally the kind of scope of what we do is the same. Um, so we continue to put out a workout five days a week, like we have for right. eight and a half years. We've never missed a day of putting out a workout in eight and a half years, and we did it over COVID. And so we put that out to our members. A lot of our members continue to work out every single day. We have a, a tracking system. So it's like an app. So you can put in like what weight you lifted or what, you know, let's say it was like run a mile. You could put in your time for that. So our members right. continue to track their, their stuff, um, do the workouts that we had programmed for them. We did a competition. So we had um, broke our membership it up into three different teams each coach had a team. And so there was like a, basically a, a list of like daily things. Like if you did the workout, if you drank a certain amount of water, if you read for 10 minutes, if you went for a 10 minute walk, you would get a point for all of those things. There's, there's some other things, but basically like we broke our membership up into teams and the goal was to try to keep people engaged. Um, and so then, you know, they had a coach who we would email them weekly and check in with them. And so we, the, the whole thing was like, how can we keep people engaged in a time where one is a business, right? You want to keep your, your clients engaged, but it wasn't even that it was like, I really feel like there's so much stress and anxiety going on in the world. It's like, if you can take an hour out of your day to move, whether that's going for a walk, whether that's, you know, doing some air squats or push-ups or burpees, like it really doesn't matter what that is necessarily. But if you can take that time to just move your body, it's going to make you feel better. And so that was my, like the, the biggest thing I wanted to do was like, how can we help our members give them some sort of um, movement? Because I think it's good for them physically, but more so I think it's good for them mentally. I think this has been a really hard time for even the most optimistic people in um, positive people and having some um, routine in your fitness is really was really helpful you know for me and I hope for our members also yeah no, so, that's so that's what we did kind of over the course of being closed down um, and our members were super supportive um, you know obviously we did lose some membership but most of our members stayed with us through all of that the common you know we were like we're going to try to create as much value as we can for you in a time where you can't physically be with us. So I was intentional about our language saying CrossFit Highness isn't closed. Our facility is closed because I felt like we're still doing everything we can to create value. We're still providing a service. It's just not the service that we at the location, right at the location. So it was different, but like we were, I felt like I was working really, really hard when I wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, and then we got the green light to do outdoor classes. And so we've been outside for over a month. All of our members brought their equipment back like that. I was like, not that I was doubting it, but I was like, no, oh, but it's okay. got to be a little stressful, you know, because you put a lot of time and energy and, and, you know, resources into collecting that equipment. You know, right. you're the, you're, you know, we all say it like we're, we're our own worst enemies type of deal when it comes to our own equipment. Like we baby everything. Right. So yeah. let that go. It's kind of like scary. And, you, and, but I like, I have always had this mindset, but I've had to like really embrace it. It's like, these are things that we use. This is a barbell that we use. This is a box that we use. If it gets damaged, it gets damaged. I'm going to find a way to replace it right, right now. 
my priority and it always is is our members like so we like right now we're outside after every single thing that we use we disinfect it right and we're doing we're following every protocol and that means that every barbell that's three or four hundred dollars is getting doused in disinfectant eight times a day yeah I don't know what that's going to do to them and but I'm kind of like it is what it is and right now and so I know that that would really like drive some people crazy but I'm like that is a thing that barbell is a thing at the end of the day if we can continue to provide an opportunity and a place for people to come and feel safe and feel like they have an hour of their day that they don't have to worry about their kids not being in school or the fact that maybe they're furloughed or they might lose their job or this is just stressful or whatever. Like that hour a day is like, I don't ever want anybody to feel my stress or anxiety during that hour or for them to worry about what's going to happen to our equipment. Like we're doing the best to take care of all of that sort of stuff, but it's just stuff. And so the the value, I think that, I think you're looking at the value of it, right? The value of that is not worth the headache right exactly the way of it that's basically so basically that's what we're doing so we we did what we could over um being you know the gym facility being closed and now we're back at it and it's been awesome like i've said for the last month and a half or whatever the almost month and a half we've been open like i feel i bias when i'm like i feel like crossfit highness is the happiest place on earth like people come here they're happy they're sweating they're laughing like it's just it's just been great that's, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're almost halfway through July here. So you guys have been open since basically June, June 1st-ish? Uh, geez, I forget the ex- exact date. It was, you know, about two days after they said that we could open outside. We had already been anticipating that, planning it, been buying. Yeah. You know, we've spent, I don't, it's, it's crazy how much money we've spent on disinfectant and hand yeah, sanitizer. supplies and all that jazz. been stockpiling that, not stockpiling, but we, we have been, you know, we were preparing for hopefully being outside. And so when the announcement came, we were ready to do it. And the same thing is like, now we can be limited inside. Um, we're doing that. So we're, we're still outside inside, inside. Some members are more comfortable outside. You know, we're trying to make everybody comfortable and safe and follow every single protocol, which is, which is a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot to do, <laughs> but yeah. we're doing it. Perfect. Now you guys, hours change at all. You try and keep it same or Yep, we did change our hours a little bit. We typically our classes would be like an hour blocks, an hour apart. We we bumped that up so they're an hour and fifteen apart at least, and that's just so that we have a little bit more time to to uh, make sure everything is exactly as it should be, clean, sanitized, and then there's no layover between one class leaving and another coming. Gotcha. Um, you know, we always have our members pre-register for classes so that really you know or we always know who's in the gym but they're now you know there's another layer to that so we know exactly who's going to be there how many people are going to be there what time they were there that's all tracked through our member management system so that wasn't a huge change for us to be honest with you we yep. did have to limit our capacity um you know we're would sometimes have classes pre-COVID 20 to 25 people at 5:30 in the morning. So obviously we couldn't do that right away. So we did have to ch- change some of our, some of our things, but you know, everybody's been really understanding about it. And I think just grateful to be there. Totally. So let's, uh, let's dive into a little bit of actual, the business itself. Um, you know, I'd try to bring some value to people that either want to start a business on the Cape or just a business really anywhere. Mm-hmm. What would you say is probably the, hardest thing you've had to deal with over the past five years 
COVID aside, you know, starting up a business, you said you've been in business yeah. for eight years, right? So obviously this is probably the hardest thing you've had to deal with, I'm guessing, but I don't know. You know, maybe there's something, maybe it's accounting, maybe it's just getting a lease signed for your, you know, area. Well, what would you say is probably the hardest thing you've had to deal with? Uh, yeah, so COVID is the hardest thing we've had to deal with and it's not over. And I think I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because it, it's everybody's, so much- everybody's seeing it. Everybody's young. Right. right. So. Yeah. So yeah, so we this is our, our ninth year. We've opened eight and a half years. Um, I will say, I remember, so I actually took a t- teaching job when I moved back to the Cape at uh, St. Francis Xavier Prep and I was teaching full time when I opened the gym. So I would okay. like coach a class in the morning, go teach all day, coach all night. But in the lead up, so I had a few months when I was on the Cape where I was like, you know, prepping to open the gym. And I was like, shocked how many people were like, well, why would you open a gym? Like, there's already so many gyms. And I was like, wow, like, that's really negative. And not saying it in a way that's constructive, like saying right, in a way right. that's just like, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And so I would say my first piece of advice to somebody who's trying to open any sort of business is just be prepared for people to say stuff like that. And if you believe in what you're doing and more than that, you're willing to work, work, work for what you're doing, then you can't let that stuff get to you because people are always going to try to, to say stuff. And I don't understand it. Cause that's not something I would say to somebody, sure. but I had to learn that reality. And like, I take things personally, like I just do. And I, and because I care, like, I, I don't even feel bad for saying that. Like I used to feel like I do care what people think. I do want people to, um, you know, see the work that we're putting in and appreciate it, but there's always going to be haters. And so I think part of being a business owner is understanding that and not letting it like eat you away. Um, and then your question, like, what is the hardest thing? I think for me, I'm so passionate about the actual coaching and the actual, like being in the gym. And like, that's what I love. Like, I don't love the, the money, the business side, the accounting, okay. but you have to do it. So I'm really lucky the way that, um, that we operate is that my dad helps with a lot of that. And so from the very beginning, I was 25 when I opened the gym, I had no idea how to run a business. Like I'm still learning, obviously. Um, So he helped me from the beginning. And even now, you know, with some of our accounting and stuff, like we'll get together and just like go over, you know, regularly. So that's, that for me has always been like the least fun part of it. And just knowing there's always going to be, challenges it's not just like this linear thing like okay we've been in business for five years and like now we have every process and procedure figured out it's like well no something changes or you know your staffing changes or like last year we moved facilities we moved for a lot of different reasons we were in one location for like almost uh so like seven years and it was great we had expanded twice there but for a lot of different reasons like one was like our landlord kind of kept hinting like he might sell it and we'd be like homeless and we're like what are we going to do that so we actually ended up buying a building um on plant road by the airport in hyannis yeah sorry i didn't even start that off so where you guys where you guys are on plant road in hyannis i didn't even say where you guys kids so yeah so we used to be kind of closer to main street on center street we were there forever uh but last summer we the end of last summer we moved to plant road um and like I said, we bought the building, which was huge. And it took, like, I needed some people to help me understand how that was a smarter business. Now I get it, right? But sure. at the time, it seemed like very daunting. And if you ever go that route, that was probably the hardest thing because you, when you buy a building, you have to bring it up to code. And I learned a lot last yeah. summer about that. 
yeah. We had a member um, do most of the the work. We had some other crew too, but like he and I would be there till like midnight, and then I'd be at the gym coaching at five thirty the next morning. So last summer was also a long summer. Yeah. But it, as far as like your facility itself, like renting is one thing, buying is a whole other thing because then you have to do you know it's a lot of work there. So that was a learning experience in itself. Um, but I think, yeah, you know, I guess my best advice is just be willing to work. You know, I think some people like, for example, I'm a gym owner. So like, I think some people think like, oh, you're working out all day and pounding protein shakes and like, you know, high fives and this and the other thing. Like, it's a lot of work. And I don't say that, like, there's the quote, like, well, if you do what you love, there's, you're never working. Like, I kind of agree with that, but you also, there's, you know, you have to realize like, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes for any any small business, like running this podcast. It's not like you just get on here and you start talking and that's it. Like you have to edit it. You have to contact people. You have to market it. Like there's so yeah. many things that go into running any business. And so being aware of that, willing to work, but if you're passionate about it, then I think you're excited to do the work. Yeah. I think that, I think that to your point, the, the phrase is more so it doesn't feel like work. Yes. Yeah. It's still going to yeah. be work, right? right. You're still going to have to do something. Nothing happens if you don't do it, but right. that's exactly it. Awesome. So what's your, I would say, I would ask you what your favorite part of the business is, but I'm pretty sure we talked about that already. It's setting up the program, seeing the people succeed. Yeah. It's just any- the people like, yeah. it's not even close. Like the people, like we have, we have awesome people. Like we're just, I'm just, honestly, I'm so lucky. Like I get a, I feel like I get to hang out with awesome people all day and coach them and, and watch them work towards their goals and succeed. And like a million times over, that's the best part. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's kind of what I was going to say. Do you have any particular member and you know, you know, you don't need to stamp up my name if you don't want, that's kind of, you know, been your number, not number. I don't want to say number one. Cause then that kind of yeah eliminates everybody else, but any big story, you know, some guy that lost like 300 pounds. I or, feel you know. like I could go through and spotlight every single of our, uh, our members and, and tell you how awesome they are. Um, but uh, let me see. So we have one member. Um, she's in her seventies and she comes every morning at six 30. Well, now we've moved our class to seven. And, um, okay. and I remember, and she's been maybe four or five years. It's been a long time. She's been coming. And I remember at our previous location, like she came in a couple times and just like looked around at the class. And when you come into a CrossFit gym, like this is, you know, I understand people can be intimidated going to the gym. That's any gym. I think. Daunting, people, yeah. It's a daunting you know, gym. And, but she would come in and see these people throwing around barbells, doing pull-ups, doing stuff. And she would just look and she'd ask a couple questions and it's like, well, if you want to do our intro, let us know. Blah, blah. And after probably three or four times coming in, she did the intro and now she's been there every morning since. And awesome. she's obviously not trying to go to CrossFit games. It's just a part of her, her life and her daily fitness, taking care of herself. And that to me is like the, what we should all be doing, right? It's like, you know, people have aesthetic goals and that's great. People have, um, goals, maybe like running a half marathon or doing your first pull. Those are awesome too. But at the end of the day, like taking care of your health and fitness. And I think amidst this COVID stuff, I'm hoping that people realize that even more, how important that is. You know, there's so much that is preventable. If we take care of our diet and nutrition, obviously there's some stuff that's not preventable, but we can do everything we can to put ourselves in the best situation when things like, COVID or the flu or whatever come up, you know, that's going to be huge. So this member, her name is Donna. She's awesome. Um, Even like when we were home, like she took home, you know, a 10 pound kettlebell, like whatever. And 
a couple times, um, like throughout the whole thing, she would like text me, we'd text back and forth, she'd have questions on a workout. I went over to her house a few times from a distance, like dropped her off. You know what I mean? It's just those relationships um, and those people who have just made it a part of, you know, coming to CrossFit Hannes is a part of their life. That's a big part of their physical life, their social life. Um, so she's just one example, but you know, like I literally- well, every It sounds like you know pretty much all your members and it seems like you have a great relationship with them, which is the best, I think, relationships in a gym i mean i i have background in exercise science i've been in gyms pretty much my whole life you know the biggest thing that makes a difference about a gym is that relationship right yeah. to be able to go there and feel comfortable and, and have conversations and build friendships because you know if you get into it you spend a lot of time there and right. you want to be able to have a social life in addition to getting what you want which is whatever that fitness goal is right so right. and it seems and like think- Sorry, like you said, like you spend a lot of time. There's very few professions outside of teaching where you get to see your client every single day or four days a week. We're like, we see people almost every day. So we see people on the best days of their lives, the worst days of their life. They had a hard day at work. They're excited. They have a new grandpa. Like you see people through every every day and every second. Like a doctor doesn't see their patient every day. A dentist doesn't see their patient. Like there's so few professions where you get to be with people through every stage of their life, through every season. And now it's like, we have a lot of members who've been there over five years. Like I've seen kids grow up. I've seen people go through their pregnancies at the gym and now they're kids running around the gym. Like you just get to be a part of all of that. And it's really, really cool. And I think, you know, earlier I was talking about how I I played sports my whole life. And when I was done, I missed that. Like, I think being at CrossFit Hyannis, at least, it's like being on a team. Like, it's like, that's your team, you know, and you feel this bond with people and this relationship with people because you see them through all of that. So it's really cool. So now is that part of, you know, and I'll kind of go through a little bit more of the business and then get a little personal and then wrap it up. If that works, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I appreciate you coming on. Um, You know, your goal, right? I know you, was your goal always to kind of recreate a team? Is it to spread throughout the K? I mean, what exactly is CrossFit Hyannis's Katie's goal for this, right? Did you start out and say, I'm just going to do this for a career and that's what it's going to be? Or do you have like an actual thought process for where you're going with this? So or, is my, ever, or is it ever evolving? Sorry, I don't want to put words. It, in I would say it's, it's a, my goal at CrossFit Hyannis is, I know this sounds like crazy, but like really it truly is to give people the best hour of their day. That is the goal, okay. you know, like, and what I mean by that is like, you know, cause you're, you work out, it's like, how much better do you feel when you work out and you feel confident in yourself? Like 100%. we can give people an hour a day that then they go out into, and this is what we hear all the time. It's like, man, when I go to the gym regularly, I feel better in my relationships. I do better at work. I have more energy. It's like that one piece of their routine can spread into everything. And so I know that maybe that's not the business goal, but I also believe like if you, if your business is built on that like real genuine relationship, then it almost organically has grown that like for us, like I'm not a great marketer or or, like we don't run ads. Like, the way that we grow is that we take care of our people and we have, and they are best word of mouth is our best advertising. Now, 
some people come to the gym and they don't like it. Like some people want to go to the gym and put headphones in and go in the corner and do their own thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm a big believer. It's like, you have to find whatever fitness you love. If it's CrossFit. Awesome. I love CrossFit. I've been doing CrossFit over 10 years. I still get so fired up about it. Like I want to go to the gym. I want to work out. I want to coach. I want to be there. So for me, that's my thing, but it's not everybody's thing. Like if your thing is Zumba or swimming or yoga, like that's awesome too. So you know, again, not CrossFit, I think physically is for everybody, but it's not the modality that everybody wants to train. And I get that. That's, that's fine. Nothing, nothing is for everybody. Right. Um, so I think, but for the people who, who like it and they want to be there, we want to create the best experience for them. And we hope that that then helps us to build our business through organic word of mouth. I have no intention of like people, are, do you want to run another location? I'm like, no, I really don't. Like I have no desire. Like this is what I want to do. I want to be all in on this. Great. That being said, kind of recently from this um, COVID experience, I am building out another program called Cape Fit, which is Cape Fit programming. So like I said, like I program for CrossFit Hyannis, I have for the last eight and a half years. Mm-hmm. Every single workout that is programmed on the board, like I sit at home every week and I, you know, do our programming. I pro- typically program like four to six, six weeks out and then kind of alter things. So it's a very, you know, I think sometimes people might think CrossFit is random. It's not. I sit here, I do the programming. I have my certified strength conditioning specialist, like all those things. So a lot, a big part of my job is also doing the programming. What are we actually going to do when we go there? So um, I've just launched recently within the last month, Cape Fit programming. What that is, is essentially like online programming for people who can't get to the gym or there's some supplemental program. So this is in its infancy but I think, um, you know, earlier we were talking about a lot of gyms are closing. Some people aren't will, ready to go back to the gym. And so taking something that I'm really passionate about and trying to spread it to a wider audience is through that Cape Fit programming. And so you'll, you know, be seeing in the next, you know, six months, a lot more programs offered for people who want to do like an eight week dumbbell at home program or body weight program or, um, you know, stuff like that. So that is kind of, within the CrossFit Hyannis umbrella in some ways, but you know, it's more of like an online piece. So it's yeah, CrossFit. Now, let me just, let me say, is it Cape Fit or K Fit? Cape Fit, one okay. word. I didn't know if you were taking your first letter of your name or something. No, no. Nope. Your own sort of thing. Cape Cod. <laughs> there you go, no, that's fine. Well, speaking of the Cape, so you've been on the Cape for a while. Let's, mm-hmm. let's try and find out what exactly on the Cape makes the cape great for you like do you go to the beach a lot is there a restaurant are you a restaurant type person like what, what's a little back I love, the, I love the cape i you know to be honest i don't go to the beach all the time because i'm like at the gym all the time yeah, sure. except when i was home for two months i took my dog on a walk to the beach every single day i live in hyannis i live on ocean street right across from uh veterans beach so i don't have to let people know where you live but that's okay i don't care <laughs> whatever it's fine but i live right across from the beach kind of go to um, so like, it was awesome. Take, I have a little French bulldog Duke. He's awesome. So we would go for a walk on the beach every day. Like just being able to walk across the street, take your shoes off and put your feet in the sand. Like, are you kidding me? Like, how awesome awesome. Is that? Yeah. um, and then also like, I've done some ultra marathons and trail running. So I like going out to the mountains, but like wow. on the Cape, there's like a lot of trails, you know, it's like, there's, there's just, you can do so many things on, on the Cape and it's just, it's just beautiful. I love the, um, the pace of living. Like I'm not, I like visiting the city. I have no desire to live there. Like I like that we can just sit out by the fire and hang out and relax. And that's, that's what I like to do. So, um, 
as far as restaurants, like I'm a, I don't want to say pizza connoisseur, but I do love pizza. <laughs> well, where's so, your best pizza spot though? We all got to know that. Uh, I love everything. I'll take anything, but um, okay. I got there married so two weeks many ago. Pizza shops on the Cape. It's crazy. Yeah. I got married two weeks ago. We had the pizza barbone truck come out. Congratulations. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, any pizza spot, ice cream, like everything. I just, I think the biggest thing about being on the Cape, it's hard to pit, like say this if you haven't been here, it's just the vibe. Like there's a Cape Cod vibe and it's different in the summer, but I also love the quietness of the winter and how it's like you almost kind of like band together with like locals and yeah. that's like a cool thing too, you know? So I just love the, the, the seasons as they come and go and like the summer gets to be so crazy, um, but it's fun it's fun when it comes. It's fun yeah. when it goes. And then, you know what I mean? I just love the flow of everything on the Cape. And oh, I, just, Katie, I mean, you said it, that's kind of part of what I'm trying to do here with this podcast, right? It's trying to, that, that community that is the Cape, that's got to grow. And right. I'm hoping through this, people can connect. You can connect with, you know, you just, we were talking earlier, you, you listened to the Body Strong podcast from, with uh, Jess and Corey, those guys, you know, have some sort of communication, have some sort yeah. of building a business there, because that's the way that the Cape is going to grow. If it's going to grow at all, which I believe that it can, you know, we've got yeah. to stand together. We've got to come together and, and expand in the best way that we know how to. Right. Um, and I, I'm still working on a way on how that can happen. I don't know, you know, yeah. but, but, you know, connections, communications, that's kind of Cape. Right. I think that's so true. And it's like more true now with COVID, right? Like, businesses are suffering. Like, I, I mean, I think there's a, a small percentage that are doing better, but like, look around, like, this is a hard time. And I, I've always felt that way. Like we're better off together than apart. I think sometimes in the fitness industry, it kind of be like, Oh, you do your thing. And that's not what I do. So that's stupid. And I've never been like that. I'm like, we're all after the same thing, man. Like we all love being in the gym. It's just a different gym. Like, and so I think that's true. Like on the fitness side of things, like, I would rather work together with other gyms than be bashing other gyms. I've always been like that. Yeah. Tried to be like that because I actually really believe that. But I think on a bigger level with businesses too, it's like, we're all going through something that is really challenging. And I think if you're a small business owner right now, it's been like, I, I can say for me, I can't speak for anyone. This has been the hardest three months of my life. It, it's been a lot and it's an emotional roller coaster, and it's like, as positive as you want to be and as optimistic and how willing you are to work, there is some level of stuff that's outside your control. So I think if you're not a small business owner, maybe it's, it might be harder to under, to really like feel what that feels like. So all that being said, I feel like, yes, like as small business owners, like we got to come together and be like, what can we do to support each other? But it's also hard because you're so in your business right now. Like I'm, you know, spending 15 hours a day at the gym. So it's hard to do the, It's hard to do some of that reach out stuff that I in theory would like to be doing because in practice, it's like, you're working so hard to just stay alive. You right. Know, to keep your business alive. Yeah, no, I mean, but that's what we got to do. We got to come together. We got to make everything work and it's business. You got to make it work. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. You got to figure it out. Hopefully. Awesome. So I got one selfish question to ask. You said you just got married. So congratulations yep. on that. Thank you. Does your husband also work out with you? I don't, I, you know, I'm trying to get my wife into it. So this is my selfish question employee of trying to get something. So I actually met him at CrossFit Hyannis. Um, oh. And he, we've been dating, we were dating for like five and a half years. Funny story is he bought a punch pass. And I was like, this guy, I should have known, like, this guy can't commit. He only bought a punch pass. And like, <laughs> but um, so he last, uh, a couple of years ago, he had 
surgery on both of his knees. Wow. He used to ride motocross, so he had just done like a lot of damage. So um, since then, he still works out, but not as much. And then he actually is also a small business owner. He owns Ward Construction, which is a construction company on the Cape. And um, he works just as much. He works more than I, he works a ton. So well, that's, he, oh, like, that's a tough, that's a tough ask to, to not only do construction and then come home and do a workout like that. Yeah. That's so he's, uh, he's, he's a little off his game right now, but he, he always comes back to it. I think right now yeah. um, it's just, you know, he's, he's also just busting his butt. So it's a lot, but it hasn't really been a struggle to get him to go to the gym basically is what you're saying. He, yeah. Yeah. Like he will work out sometimes and, that's and awesome. he is, incredibly supportive so you know we have a lot of protocols that we have to do and then it all takes work like last Sunday it changed a little bit he was at the gym with me for eight hours getting the gym ready you know and then coming home and doing more so he's he's really supportive about this and also realizes how hard this has been and and you know I definitely as positive as as I am there are definitely moments where it's really stressful and he's been such a great support so I'm very lucky no, it's important, you know, and I think support is kind of what we're getting. The gym, if nothing else, is a support system, whether it's a right. personal, mental, physical, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, it's a great support system. So yeah, that's absolutely. good to know. We'll have to for sure get him on the podcast too, uh, if he's yeah. interested, but awesome. So we'll recap it again. Katie from CrossFit Hyannis on Plant Road, was it 15 Plant Road, I think? Yep, yep. Um, any other way people can get in touch with you that they, you know, Facebook, Instagram, anything like that? Yeah. So we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a website. It's just crossfithighness.com. Um, we have everybody who's interested. We put them through a one hour kind of intro session. So even if you were just like, what is CrossFit? We do that for every single new member. Right. And we just go over kind of what we do, some of the basic movements, do a basic workout, but we don't just throw people right into to classes because we want to explain a little bit more. So if anybody's interested, that's how they would do it. Um, if you go to our website, crossfithighness.com, there's a link to just say kind of new members or whatever, um, or just shoot us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Great. Awesome. Well, Katie, the floor is now yours as well. I appreciate your time. If there's anything else you want to add, by all means, any shout outs, any sort of anything, let, let the listeners know and, um, you know, we'll wrap it up. And like I said, yeah. I appreciate your time. So I would say thank you for you. I think, I think that this is important that people realize, you know, there's a lot of amazing small businesses on Cape Cod. And like you said, kind of the more we can band together in good times and bad times, I think it, it's that it's awesome. And so I appreciate you doing this. And then just everybody out there, keep, you know, small business owners, people at parents, everybody, it's like, keep putting one foot in front of the other. It's all we can do right now. Um, you know, offer people help and don't be afraid to take help if you need it. So we're all in this together. Sweet. I'm going to go get my workout on because it's kind of motivated me this conversation. I'm like, shoot, I didn't wake up this morning early enough. I didn't get going. You know, I like to do my morning thing as I'm sure you do. So I'm, I'm heading to the gym after this. So yeah, I exactly. So I won't hold up more of your time. I appreciate it. Have an awesome day. Everybody make sure you check out Katie over at Cape Cod, uh, excuse me, CrossFit Hyannis. I want to say Cape Cod Hyannis, but, um, and yeah, have a great day and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks Zach. See ya. Thanks Katie. I'll talk to you. All right, everyone, there you have it. Another episode of the Small Business Podcast wrapped up. All right, so there should be links popping up on the video now for the business themselves, for the Small Business Podcast of Cape Cod. If you guys want to follow along, I would really appreciate it. More importantly, if you got some value out of this, if you liked the podcast at all, even if you didn't, please, please, please go on, leave us a review, 
ratings, comments, however you want to see this podcast get better. I need your feedback. Otherwise, I'm just flying blind here, right? So no, honestly, I really appreciate you guys listening, taking the time. And um, if you could leave us a review, it would mean so, so much to me. All right, have a great day and I'll see you guys in the next episode.